Hi, everyone, and welcome back to our weekly wellness podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Rebecca Zahedi, and today we have joining us Dr. Rodney Robertson, our uh, Director of Wellness. So we're going to be chatting a little bit about interpersonal relationships and really how to foster those, what their importance is, um, and kind of diving into that topic in a little bit of detail here. So thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Rebecca, for having me, and I'm looking forward to this. Uh, I've written an article on it that's in, that's in the wellness um, newsletter, but we're I'm excited about sharing what it's all about today. Absolutely. We're hoping to have some resources on our website for y'all to check out as well. So um, definitely be sure to, to go to our website and, and look for additional resources there. Um, so tell me a little bit, Dr. Rodney, about you know how do you build meaningful interpersonal relationships? Interpersonal relationships can be difficult. I think we yeah. all understand that. Um, and they just don't happen naturally. I mean, the attraction might be natural, but the relationship has to be developed, okay? So I've got some props today. <laughs> They're really elaborate props. So here are two people, okay? Now, we can go a couple of different directions with these two people as we talk. They might think each other's cute, mm -hmm. and you know, so it's a family relationship that's being developed. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they're two individuals working in the same place. Mm -hmm. The same type of thing has to be done. Obviously, the family relationships are a little bit different than the work relationships, right. but they both have to be developed and they have to be interpersonal, which means there has to be communication between both mm -hmm. parties in order to develop that closeness. Mm -hmm. What we really want is not for them to be too far apart, mm -hmm because then there's very little, very little communication and not very deep interpersonal relationships. Right. So what we want is more like this, hmm. okay? Um, where we communicate often, we share often mm -hmm. um, what's going on in our lives so that we get to know each other better. Hmm. What ultimately we're trying to do, now I got to separate them a little bit, mm -hmm. that bond and you're all familiar with this, is about trust, mm -hmm. okay? An interpersonal relationship strengthens when we have trust between each other. And that could be a problem because mm -hmm. we're not perfect. I'm not perfect. I don't think you're perfect. <laughs> and we want to treat each other with love and respect. Mm -hmm. That's what we're all after, love and respect. Um, but that means I have to treat you with love and respect and you have to treat me with love and respect. So again, this is not only in the family context, it's at work. If there is no love and respect, there is no closeness, it's a very big divide between the two people. Mm -hmm. So you have to develop that trust, and trust is easily broken. And oftentimes, we don't intend to break a person's trust, but one of my behaviors ends up being viewed by the other individual as a lack of trust. And mm -hmm. then that bond starts fracturing. Mm -hmm. So we have to take certain steps in order to produce that trust and develop it so that it becomes really strong. Absolutely. And it sounds like you're saying, you know, love, respect, communication, and trust, these are all kind of those core foundational parts mm -hmm. to healthy relationships. Right. Um, is there anything else that kind of adds to that? Or is that really, you know, the foundational core that we're, we're all looking for, whether in, you know, our, like you said, work relationships or in romantic partnerships or even with, you know, close family members? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, we have to define then 
this trust piece mm -hmm. and how we groom that trust between the two of us. Obviously, when you begin a relationship, the trust is a choice, mm -hmm. okay? Um, so if it's chosen relationship between family members, even if it's a parent with a child, mm -hmm. like when the child first comes into the world, the parents have to trust the child. Right. Right? Is the child gonna make some bad choices? I did, did you? <laughs> <laughs> could my parents always trust Sorry, me <laughs> and could your parents always trust you? So and now, oh my gosh, just, all right. So, but it's the same thing when we meet somebody at work for the first time. Mm -hmm. I don't know anything about them. You don't know anything about them. I have to choose to trust them that we're, look, we're working towards the same goal. But how do we develop that and groom that in a way that is achievable? Right. Now, I can go so many different directions with this, and this is what I kind of do mm -hmm. in my counseling and stuff like that. Sure, yeah. So I've kind of boiled it down to what I think are three key components to developing trust between mm. two people, mm -hmm. which leads to that interpersonal strong relationship that we want, whether, again, it's within the family or whether it's at the workplace. Right. So this person over here, they have to be open about their feelings. The O mm -hmm. stands for open about their feelings. And in mm -hmm. other words, um, trust is developed when I share with you what my feelings are. Mm -hmm. And it also is about the transparency, seeing being about what I'm struggling with in my life. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. it doesn't even have to be work related, even if it's at work, it's just a bond that we're developing as I'm open about my feelings and transparent about what I'm struggling with. Mm -hmm. And the last one, the V stands for vulnerability. Mm. Now, a lot of people struggle with this one, but I believe in That's deep. That's a tough one. <laughs> vulnerability is I have to be, I'm vulnerable when I'm honest about all my behaviors. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Are we all really doing that? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if this person is open about their feelings and transparent about their struggles mm -hmm. and vulnerable about their behaviors, mm -hmm. Whether it's at home or work, I messed up the day at work and I'm not going to try to hide it. I'm not going to lie about it. I'm just going to be vulnerable and say, this is what I did. Then this person can trust them. Mm -hmm. All right. But again, it's not a one way street. Right. So then this person also has to be open about their feelings and transparent about their struggles mm -hmm. and vulnerable about their behaviors, mm -hmm. honest in every way, shape or form. Now, you, some might be thinking, well, I could see that at home, but that shouldn't be at work. I'm going to challenge that perspective <laughs> because even at work, we work in very close contact with each mm -hmm. other. We have to be able to trust each other. Mm -hmm. And it's not only in our professional life, but we have to get to know each other and know that that person I'm spending a great deal of time with mm -hmm. is somebody that I know how they're feeling, what they're struggling with yeah. and what, what, what their behaviors are really all about, because that's when we can mutually trust each other. Okay? Right to the extent that we try to hide these things, then they find out that a person was not honest about their behaviors and what do they say? I can't trust, trust you. you. And yeah. so then it starts falling apart. So this has to be maintained over a long period of time. And it is very doable actually. Mm. Um, it does require that vulnerability and that openness and that transparency. Mm -hmm. And some people might say, well, they don't have any right to know what's going on in my personal life. This is not about sharing what's going on in your personal life. Mm -hmm. It's about being open about how you feel with them, mm -hmm. transparent about I'm struggling with the fact that uh, you came in late today. You right. know what I mean? Right. Um, vulnerable about my behaviors at work. It's, so 
at, at the family level, it's really interpersonal. But then at work, it's openness, transparency, and vulnerability about the workplace environment. You don't have to expose your entire private life to that. Yeah, and it sounds like that's really how you build meaningful relationships. Because mm -hmm. I know, you know, a lot of relationships can be fairly superficial, but to actually have that really strong, meaningful relationship, it sounds like it's important to be right. really cultivating all of these different factors. Mm -hmm. And, you know, something struck me when you said, you know, you have to start with trust mm -hmm. to then develop more trust is what mm -hmm. it sounds like. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to have an inherent sense of at least a little bit of trust to be open and vulnerable with someone. Right. So I know that can be a struggle, I think, for pretty much everybody is to default mm -hmm. to being vulnerable. Do you have recommendations for how to take that first step, you know, to how to how to be that person that, you know, is willing to show trust to another person, even if they don't know them super well, right. in order to develop these types of relationships? Well, OK, so this is how it works from my perspective. Mm -hmm. OK. Um, I have to choose to trust them that when I'm open, transparent, or vulnerable with them, that they're not going to react in a way that's not going to be appropriate. Right. My found that most people understand that basic principle that I shouldn't react to this. Mm. Okay. But once you go down that road, you'll be surprised how easy it actually is and how mm. much that trust builds so that you have a close relationship. And then the whole idea of can I trust them never even comes up, mm. okay? But um, let's say at work, if um, if I have a negative feeling about you, mm -hmm. okay, for whatever reason, you know, maybe I think you're too authoritarian or something. <laughs> if I hide that from you, you can't know how I'm feeling. Yeah. And so then my behavior is gonna be based upon that feeling I have, and you're gonna be confused about what you're seeing. Yeah. The the more direct way to approach it is say, Rebecca, can we sit down and talk a little bit? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, well, my I'm feeling like right. that when I interact with you, it's it's um, a little bit authoritarian in its nature, mm -hmm. and I'm struggling with that because right. then I want to try to pull away from you. Mm -hmm. Now that's very vulnerable when you talk about those things, right? Yeah. Yeah. Don't be intimidated by that. Because you can only build the trust when you know enough about how the person is feeling and what they're struggling with and what their behaviors are like. Um, that's when I know what's happening. And mm -hmm. But in fact, what most of us do, we have these secrets that we keep from each other. I'm <laughs> never going to tell them how I feel. Right. I'm never going to tell them what I'm struggling with because right. I'm afraid again I'm going to get fired. And I'm not going to be vulnerable about the fact that I came into work late today. Mm -hmm. But then Bozo the Clown tells the boss that they came in late one day and now you're in trouble. Right. Because you becomes so, a problem. Yeah, it becomes a problem when yeah. you try to hide it. Mm -hmm. um, so going with that as an illustration. So maybe um, I was late to work this morning because I was stopping at IHOP and I was having a really good breakfast, you know. <laughs> and I just lingered longer and I'm going through my Facebook or whatever thing is. And then right, I realize, right. oh, I'm going to be late. If I come in and try to hide that, okay it could end up being a really bad experience because mm -hmm. maybe the my supervisor didn't see it, but maybe somebody says, did you know they came in really late today? Mm -hmm. So what I should do is if I'm going to, I need my supervisor to trust me. Mm -hmm. So instead of trying to sneak around and make sure that I hope that they didn't see it or hope that nobody squeals on me, mm -hmm. I should go up to my supervisor and say, can we talk? <laughs> Well, I'm feeling kind of really crappy right now. <laughs> Maybe that's not the best way to say it. I'm really feeling <laughs> bad. I have a little guilt and shame because I'm struggling with the fact. See, it doesn't have 
I'm making it now a general conversation, not mm -hmm. literally the old baby. No. So I'm struggling right now with the fact that I did get in late today because I stayed longer at breakfast mm -hmm. and I lost track of the time. Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm being honest about that so that you know the next time that it happens, I'm going to come and talk to you about it. You don't have to worry about whether I'm coming in on time or not. See right. what I mean? So now the supervisor can respond in that in any way they want, but I think that's gonna make your relationship better, right? Mm -hmm. So then they don't have to keep looking in your office to hear if they're there every morning, because they right. know if they're gonna be late, they're gonna come in, and that builds that strong relationship. Yeah. You see what I mean? I can see how it's it's important to be open and transparent and, mm -hmm. and establish that sense of just basic trust. Um, and then similarly, like you said, if you're you know, talking with a coworker, I think it's important to phrase those conversations in terms of how you're feeling rather than necessarily making it about them. Like you're right. saying, I feel like I'm having difficulty interacting with you, for example. That kind of puts it on the onus on you. Yeah. And then it also gives that other individual a chance to respond. Maybe yeah. they don't realize that their actions are yeah. hurting you in that way. Yeah. And so if you keep it you know, to yourself, that doesn't give them the chance to improve. And right. So, okay. This is a very big point. Yeah. And I didn't explain it right, I guess, or maybe I did, but this person is sharing their feelings, their struggles, and their behaviors. Absolutely. They're not judging and criticizing yes. this person <laughs> on how they feel and what they're struggling with in their behaviors. That's right. the wrong thing. That's right. not building trust, that's building a confrontational relationship between Absolutely. the two of us. So, but if this person is all open about their feelings and what mm -hmm. their struggles are and what their behaviors are, mm -hmm. being vulnerable in every way on that, then this person can also do the same. Absolutely. And now we trust each other. And that's the foundation of the interpersonal relationship. Without the trust, you'll just keep getting further and further right. apart and the secrets will grow and what I've learned about secrets and interpersonal relationships, whether it's at family time or among families or at work, mm -hmm. those secrets always come out. Yeah, they tend just, to. <laughs> it, it is. It, they always come out. Mm -hmm. Eventually, Bozo the Clown, if you know what I'm saying, just first comes out and squeals on me or suggests something, and then, <laughs> then the gig's up. Now, the person I'm trying to have a relationship does not trust me because I didn't tell them what's going on. Yeah. Now they're going to be suspicious and they're going to start checking on me. They're mm -hmm. going to try to see if I walked in on time this morning, right. which demonstrates that lack of trust. And then this person who came in late and should have told them but didn't, and Bozo the Clown told this person that they came in late, now they feel judged and criticized because right. you're always checking up on me. Well, don't you trust me? Well, no, I couldn't trust you because you didn't tell me about it. I had to hear from, from Bozo the Clown. I see you that spiral, yeah. Now, I'm, I'm using Bozo the Clown, but that could be anybody, right? It could right. be another member of the family right. that squeals on you. Absolutely. Or it could be the person in the office next to you. Mm -hmm. And you missed the appointment because you came in late. And that, it's just, I've got to be transparent, open, and vulnerable, mm -hmm. okay, with everybody at the office because that trust is built. And now all those tensions that end up destroying relationships where we say, well, I can't trust you. Well, they can't trust you because you didn't tell them what was happening. Okay? Right. And, and I know a lot of people are really intimidated by this because yeah. in their childhood, they learn how to lie and manipulate pretty effectively. <laughs> and, you know, but a child's just trying to get away with something. Right. In our adult life, we should 
consider the value of where to go, the trust piece. Absolutely. Because okay? that trust is what binds us together. And then nobody's checking up on anybody and we're having a really good, close, intimate relationship where we can trust each other. That's fantastic. And I think that really speaks to, you know, how to build these bonds and kind mm. of caveats to keep in mind when you're trying to be vulnerable and mm. open with someone. It can it can be challenging. I'm, I'm sure you know it. You know, mm. it, it is sometimes difficult, especially if you've ever been met with any kind of, mm. you know, negative response when you try to be open. It can definitely be challenging, but it sounds like the rewards are you know, mm. definitely worth it. Um, what impact do you think, you know, deep and meaningful personal relationships have on uh, mental health? How does that impact somebody's mental health and well-being? Well, in several ways. Mm -hmm. So let's go back to the scenario that this person came in late and they're not talking about that. They're having a secret. Mm -hmm. The secret is that they're aware that this is a secret. They're afraid that Bozo is going to come along someday. Mm -hmm. So now they're adding stress to their life. Mm -hmm. They're always wondering, I wonder if they found out. And that causes them anxiety, mm -hmm. concern of when is it going to come out? Because most adults know that eventually most things do come out. It's amazing how that happens. So that's there. And then this person over here um, has anxiety when they think about them, when they find out about it, mm. because now can I trust them? Yeah. And then this person goes from their anxiety to sadness mm. because they thought they had a good relationship with the other person, but there is no trust. And if there is no trust, I'm going to stick with the old saying, if there's no trust, there's no relationship. Absolutely. Now, again, some have more trust than others, but there mm -hmm. has to be some aspect of trust. Yeah. Um, and so the uh, our entire mental health, regarding anxiety, depression, stress, mm -hmm. panic, you know, uh, I get home. I didn't tell them that we came in late. Then you might have a panic attack at eight o'clock at night. Right. Oh my gosh, what's going to happen if they find out and I didn't tell them about it? Mm -hmm. Okay. But as soon as you talk to them so that they can trust you, now there's nothing for you to worry about. Mm -hmm. When you get home, you can work, play with the kids, watch a TV or a movie together. Yeah. But not in the other scenario because your mind is spinning saying, oh my gosh, they might find out. Right. You know what I'm saying? So Well, and I think it allows someone to really be authentic. Mm -hmm. You know, the the fact that you're able to be yourself and be authentic with how you're presenting yourself to others, I think is probably a huge mental burden that's taken off of yeah. somebody is not having to, you know, necessarily act like you're perfect all the time because nobody is in any kind of relationship. So being able to have that sense of authenticity, I think is probably yeah. really beneficial. It is. Yeah. And so then also the mental health pieces pushed by the fact that I might have hid it from my supervisor, mm -hmm. but who still knows about it? They do. Mm -hmm. And they can't forget that. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Well, guilt and shame, I think. Yeah, guilt and shame, because now they know that they should have, but mm -hmm. they didn't. Yeah. And now I'm not the person I thought I should be. They will never forget the fact that they actually came in late and didn't tell the supervisor. Yeah. Well, maybe that they don't need to know. They still should know. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's not only that you don't want Bozo to come to tell them, but I'm trying to build trust. Yeah. Okay? I'm trying to let them know that I will own when I make a mistake. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to tell them when I'm having a bad day. Right. I'm going to tell them if I'm struggling with something, even if it's something at home. 
-hmm. You know, the pet died mm -hmm. because that's important information. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that if I'm having a bad day because my pet died at home and if I'm moping around, mm -hmm. they're not going to say, well, maybe they're lazy. Maybe they, you know, they're, you know, they know exactly what's coming on. And, yeah. you know, they could come up and say, are you struggling with the fact that your pet died? And is, is that helpful? Okay. Takes those assumptions out of it. Yeah. So. Great. Yeah. Well, I think this has been just really illuminating. Okay, thank you very much. Yeah, I think it's been really great to just hear. Do you like my props? Aren't they fancy? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And, and I think the, the visual of having the little tower there yeah. is, is really symbolic because mm -hmm. really you're able to, you know, build more things if you're in these meaningful relationships. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I really appreciate your time. I yeah. think this has been really informative thank and you. really insightful. So thank you so much for chatting with us right. about it today. Thank you. Um, as always, like, comment, subscribe. You can also um, find us on Spotify and feel free to visit our website, mypetswellness.net slash support for more resources on interpersonal relationships. Thanks y'all and take care. Thank you.